the last 24 and 23 in the last 48. Today's forecast calls for a 100% chance of 10 to 16 inches of snow. The daytime high will be near 34 degrees, falling to around 22 degrees in the afternoon. Tonight's forecast calls for a 90% chance of 6 to 10 inches of snow. The overnight low will be around 12 degrees. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. This is episode 42 of Wintry Mix. I'm Alex Kaufman. As you've likely heard, having kids can cut into your free time. While the childless friends are off exploring faraway places or just staying out past 7 p.m., those of us with little tykes, we, we get out less. Then came January 2017. I get a text. Hey, Kaufman, let's go out to Crested Butte. They just got six or eight feet of snow. It's going off in the Rockies. From Adam, my neighbor and ski pal. He used to live out there. I write back. You're nuts, dude. I'd never have the time or funds to fly out there, drive, or land in Gunnison, acclimate, etc., and still get my work done. Then boom, it hits me. Salt Lake, Snowbird. Maybe I'd have time for that. I tossed it at the wife. Thinking ahead to her future hall pass, she gives the thumbs up. Fast forward about five hours, and we're booking round trip tickets on JetBlue for 262 from Logan to SLC and hoping it keeps snowing. It did keep snowing. And my first powder trip since pre kids Kaufman was the deepest snow I've ever skied. Stay with us. Season 3 of Wintry Mix is supported by... Over 250 ski areas use Liftopia to reach millions of skiers and riders planning their trips. But what you might not know is that Liftopia's cloud store is also the most widely used e-commerce ticketing technology for ski area websites, with over 100 North American ski resorts using the platform. Your team, your strategy, your customers partnered with the best e-commerce support and technology in the industry. Visit Liftopia.com and click Platform to learn more, or email partners at Liftopia.com to schedule a call today. All right, get on a plane, fly to Salt Lake City, and devour the powder at Snowbird in Little Cottonwood Canyon. With 500 inches average annual snowfall, seven-minute tram rides to the summit, and over 3,000 vertical feet, this will make your season. Check out fourth night free slope side lodging options or visit with your mountain collective pass. Snowbird.com is step one. Step two is follow Snowbird on social to stay stoked until you arrive. World Cup Supply has served the ski resort, race, and event industry since 1991. Visit worldcupsupply.com to see the complete selection of race gates, safety, and crowd control fencing, on-hill tools, poles, nets, you name it. If you are running a ski resort, an event, or an event at a ski resort, then trust World Cup Supply for the gear that ensures safety and success. The week before our trip, Little Cottonwood Canyon tallied well over three feet of snow. The week of our trip, Little Cottonwood Canyon nabbed another four feet of snow. We arrived at the height of the storm 
which continued to deliver until it was time to fly home. So that's what's coming. But let's start at the beginning. My co-pilot on the Pod Pow mission is Adam Wheeler. He's driving us to Logan in his 300,000-mile tundra, since he's also delivering a table and a bench to a customer in Dorchester. He builds them out of reclaimed wood. If you're thinking, man, I need a new table, hit him up, reclaimedcraftsmanship.com. After the delivery, we're poking around Chelsea for some food prior to the flight. A couple of footlongs from Subway later, and we're on our way, but wait. Latin fried chicken? Yeah, I guess we needed that too. Park, eat the chicken, PBRs, and we're finally on our way. After the TSA pulled my bag aside to closely inspect my turkey Italiano and the Pats clobbered the Steelers on the JetBlue seat TVs, we landed, got set in our Jeep Cherokee with bald all-season tires, and headed up the canyon. Time check, it's about 1 a.m. local time. Road empty, a few inches deep, but the lack of traffic made the Jeep seem okay. Of course, it's also dumping a couple of inches per hour. The next morning, we become acquainted with the existence of Interlodge. The canyon road is currently closed due to avalanche control work. The current estimated time of reopening is approximately 1 p.m. We'll update you as soon as we have any new information. Interlodge travel restrictions are now in effect for the entire Snowbird Village once again. Interlodge is when it's not safe for humans to be outdoors due to the danger of avalanche or, we later learned, shrapnel from ongoing AVI control work. Also, the road is closed due to an accident. Also, it's still dumping. Also, no one knows when or if the mountain will open. Also, seven avalanches came down on the road. Also, the most recent two feet of snow was heavy and dense on top of a lighter layer. Also, most staff are stuck at the bottom of the canyon. This is our day one at Snowbird. For a moment, Inner Lodge was lifted, allowing folks trapped at surrounding lodging to travel to the center lodge, where the tram and potentially more information might be. We went for it. That was about 9 a.m. We would be in that lodge for our safety, for the next four and a half hours. It was odd. It was interesting. It was a good way for two East Coasters to acclimate on day one. So here's some of who we met. Also, much of this podcast is recorded via my iPhone since, you know, I was stuck in a lodge. In a small, dark corner near the tram were the lifties, who had made it up the road, but had not much to do until Interlodge was lifted. What game are you playing? Uh, Poker right now. This is Texas Hold'em. How'd you get up here this morning? The shuttle. So that beat the, the road closure? Kind of. We have like a pass that got us up here. All like necessary employees got, have like a little pass that we got up here with. Oh, okay. So you can like bypass the road closure kind of thing? Uh, no, we just get first in line. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it opened up for like in 30 minutes and we got up during that. And what do you, what's, your, what's your job? What do you do? Just a lifty. What's, what's your name? Where are you from, man? Connor from here, Salt Lake. Okay, so you grew up in Salt Lake? Yep. All right, so you know, if I have questions, you got answers. Yeah, sorta. Sorta. We'll see what questions. Is there any way to buy non 3 2 beer in a store? Uh, no, but our, uh, the altitude kind of. Can you swear on your podcast? Yes. The altitude kind of. Like- you can buy regular beer yeah, at the liquor store, that. though. Okay. Just. Is it um, this level of Abbey control and road situation on a given day? Is this pretty common or not that common? Uh, it's, this is the first time this year. It's never usually this bad. This is kind of a crazy day. It's just probably the, the weight of the snow being really heavy and stuff. And the amount that we got. And uh, it's been snowing like constantly for like a week. So. Word. 
Yeah. yeah. We shut up at 1 a.m. last night. I've never been here. So we're just kind of Why wandering. Did you, why'd you get here at 1? Because we flew in from the East Coast. So our, our flight got in at like 11 o'clock last night. And. That sucks. It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. Fit it in. I'd hate a red eye. Then some locals keeping the spirits high. I'm BK, Brian Kilcoin, and uh, I actually live in the valley, but uh, I was going to go up to my buddy's place up Lincoln, up in uh, his lodge cabin up in the Alta, but we know what happened. He just freaking tried to come down in a snowmobile, got buried, really? so we ended up being at the Cliff Lodge, and now we're here <laughs> in a lodge, in our lodge life, and we're waiting for the pow pow. What's the best way to kill the time? What are you eating? Yo, know, you gotta eat the you know, the burrito, breakfast burrito, champions. Without meat, I'm a vegetarian. So, and I just love breakfast burritos, grits. If anyone comes here, go to the grits. They have the best sandwiches. And when, and when they get open, it's head straight for Gadzoom if they, if they open it, right? That's yeah, the move. Gadzoom, yeah. exactly. Or, you know, if they have the tram open, you know, if they have Baldi, Baldi is the place to be in this mountain. But yeah. anyway, it depends on the day, you know? Everyone that uh, if we don't get out today, we'll get out tomorrow. Exactly. And yeah, how about the Olsen twins? No, not those Olsen twins. Actually, not twins at all. But Kristen Olsen from San Diego. Katie Olsen from San Diego. Wow. So you guys are here short short time or all season or what? Um, just here for the weekend and a couple of days during the week. Yeah. So you arrived when? Leaving when? Uh, we arrived on Saturday morning, and we're leaving on Tuesday night. Okay, so you've had a couple of days of skiing. You're not like me, where this is like, you got in last night and you're just kind of stuck. Yeah, we were able to ski yesterday, and we're looking forward to ski today, but looks like we're not going to be able to, which is a bummer. But hopefully tomorrow we can get out there. Have you ever had this experience before? Um, I can't remember the last time we did here. When we were little. We've been coming here for the past... 20 plus years our parents have had a timeshare for 30 years so we've come every year but this has happened once before but it's been a long time so i guess it's good because we need to acclimate we're from sea level so it's like gives us some time to get our stuff together what do you guys do in san diego i'm I'm a graphic designer and i do sales and acquisition for a website called house how do you spell house h-o-u-z-z it's a home design and remodeling website how often do you have to explain to people how to spell it every day (laughs) where'd you learn to ski probably here it's snowbird oh wow you guys are life lifers oh yeah lifers for life gonna still keep coming up here even while they while they have the timeshare we'll still be here (laughs) every year all right well hopefully we get out there i know hopefully Hopefully. do you know that guy yeah yeah we know him he's our friend from sweden (laughs) the friend from sweden yes what do you think oh very good yeah, is this uh, is this what you expected? Oh, it's bad skiing today. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you ski in Sweden? Uh, uh, mainly in Åre, but uh, down in the Alps. That's the main thing, and that is very good. What's like, better, Utah or Sweden? You're you're here, so you must prefer Utah. Yes, definitely. Because yesterday it was gorgeous. It's yeah. fantastic. What a skiing! Yes, my name is Sten Standar. Why should I visit Sweden? Oh, it's a fantastic country. And there are a lot of lakes and woods and so on, and you can be very alone and feel just the nature. And what's the worst part of Sweden? The worst part? I haven't any. There isn't oh, any. come on. No, no, no. It's no. just magical, no, it's no, just perfect. No, come no, on. No, it's perfect. I want the real stuff. No, no. It, it, that is it, the way it is. All right. Yeah. A trend was emerging. People from all over the country come here, and then they do it again and again. Uh, my name is Josh Eisenberg. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. First time to snowboard or lots of times? Lots of times. So you know what this is all about, the waiting game. Yeah, you know, patience is a virtue, but uh, 
Best case scenario when the canyon doesn't open and you're stuck up here. Odds. Give me some odds. What are we going to see today? You've seen this before. Uh, today, it seems like uh, they're saying 50-50. Patrol said they were going to get Gad Valley open, but who knows? It's coming down hard. It's dumping, and it's definitely warmer on top of layers that aren't very happy to bond, I guess. Where do you tend to go from Atlanta other than here? Uh, I'll make my rounds, but this is pretty much the home away from home for access and for obvious reasons. Quality. And, uh, but I try to get out. Uh, this is actually the last couple days up in Idaho at a small town, a uh, small hill called Pebble Creek. And uh, yeah, I'll get out to Jackson occasionally. And Pebble Creek's the one that just got bought by that YouTube star. Correct. Shay Carl actually hung out with him. Really? Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's he seems a, like an amazing character. He is. You know, he's. Uh, I guess he's from Pocatello, and yeah. uh, my friends up there, obviously, they all grew up, and uh, they're excited about what's going on up there. Think it's going to be good for them, and you know, my friend is uh, owns panda poles, bamboo ski poles, and I grow bamboo for them down in Georgia. So I was up there inspiring on okay, product. Well, this is the story we need to talk about that. So you grow bamboo for a ski pole company. That's Correct. what you're telling me? Correct. Eventually, I was able to get some straight scoop from the staff. Good. Hey, how far out are you guys? We should be clear for you to start shooting. 10-4. One o'clock, they're saying we're going to... How long you worked here? Eight years. What's your, what's your first and last name, just so I have it? It's Mark Thompson. I guess, I mean, I should feel lucky. I got here last night at 1 a.m., first time ever here. I'm getting the full experience of Superstorm. So you came in from what state? Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. You don't have this kind of snow in Vermont? Uh, not currently and not often. <laughs> and probably not the slopes either, right? No, we do not have to shoot shells to bring down yeah. slabs and things like that. Yeah, it's not fun. It kind of reminds me of Vietnam. It's exciting, but at the same time, you want to go skiing. But hey, if we don't ski till tomorrow, we don't ski till tomorrow. Well, you'll ski today, I'm sure. All right. So you do retail, that's what I gather? I am, yeah. Can you say your uh, first and last name for me? Kate McGinnis. You sound like you're, uh, oh, I'm bad, at, I'm bad at pinning accents. Where's the accent from? Australia. Oh, nice. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. So you, were you there or something? No, I was caught on a UDOT camera. Oh, wow. So. Hey, watch it. Oh, let's check this out. Let me rewind it. This is how far up the road? It's part way up the road. Yeah. See, looking up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, there's, it's still going. There's seven of those that covered the road. Look at, wow. By the time it gets to the road, it looks like it's tall. Isn't that Look incredible? That. Yeah, that is. That's like as wow. big as they get in the canyon, right? I mean, they don't really get bigger than that. That's a pretty big slide. Yeah. Yeah. So, retail director, how many different retail outlets on the property? Uh, we have 14 between retail and rental. So, right now, I am standing here guarding the door because we're in Interlodge, which means that you can't leave the building because they're shooting. And some of the shooting that they do involves artillery. And so shrapnel's an issue. So that's why we can't have anyone outside right now because we don't want to get hit by shrapnel. Like that one that we just heard. Like that one that we just heard. So my job is to make sure no one goes out and gets shrapnel. And it's, we're approaching the noon hour and this is almost an historic amount of Abbey control that's going on right now. It's pretty incredible. It's, it's, it's really unusual that we have a kind of scenario where the road shuts 
and all of our staff at the other side of the road. Yeah. And it was kind of the perfect storm, yeah. like pun intended, but uh, we had a, an accident on the road this morning that shut the road at about quarter to seven. And so all of our staff were on the other side of that road. And then UDOT decided, given that the road was shut for that avalanche, excuse me, for that accident, that they'd do avalanche control work at the same time. Uh, and it just, they've had seven significant slides come down and hit the road wow. that they're now working to clear. And then um, back to the perfect storm, the next storm front is arriving soon. So they're... Right, we're going to get another two feet or something. Where it's about to start nuking on us again. So yeah. it's a pretty unusual day, a pretty odd set of circumstances. My, uh, my first time here in 20 years, and we got <laughs> in at 1 o'clock last night just before all, all hell went loose as far as the snowpack. Right. But at least we can see right now. What are we looking at right now? Like this, this direction, we're looking basically up the valley. Looking up the valley so you can see the Cliff Lodge. Yeah which is the first time I've seen it all day. <laughs> and you can also see up towards the Blackjack uh, Cliffs a little bit through there. And then this is the um, lower part of the mountain here that we're just able to see. And this visibility is gonna help a lot, at least just to be able to see what the results of the work is doing. You know, I'm not in snow safety, so right. I'm not totally sure, but I would imagine. What do you sell the most of every single year? Water. Water, retail, water. 20 ounce water, followed by the tall boy PBRs, <laughs> followed by souvenir t-shirts with the snowbird wings. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what, what brought you to Snowbird? Anything specific? specific? Uh, you know, it was actually an epic powder day. <laughs> How long ago? 12 years ago now. Snowing hard, the road had been shut for most of the day. And we get up, the lift's open, and it was the best powder run of my life. Yeah. And it was down Candelabra Chute. And I moved out here a few months later. That was... That was kind of it. A big powder day brought me here. Let's yell at my buddy. He's not supposed to be there. That's true. Yep. Adam, you're in the wrong place, bro. <laughs> He's with me, so it's my fault, partially. Do you mind if I find out if Interlog is lifted? No, do, do, do your stuff. Thanks a lot, Kate. You're welcome. I've got some customers walking here from the Cliff Lodge. Are we out of straight line or are we in straight line and out of Interlodge? Thank you. Yep, still waiting, hoping. Might as well play some cards. Let's kill some time, boys. This is for a podcast. How are you killing time for Inner Lodge? What is this? Asshole. Playing asshole. Oh, wow, I haven't played asshole in like a decade. I, a I think I've forgotten. It's been a while. Of a chair. You want to jump in? <laughs> I don't have a beer. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, guess I can plenty, solve that problem. There's plenty downstairs if you want to go. Uh, All right. Grab one and come back up. I may have to do that. <laughs> Around 1.30 p.m., a single lower mountain chair opened called Wilbur. I really liked it, actually. And we got 90 minutes of thigh-deep goods. Handed Adam's POV footage over to the marketing team to make some donuts with and hydrated for the next day. Actually, we drank, but we, we should have hydrated. The next two days at Snowbird saw the entire mountain open and we got a chance to shred with old Utah pals Ryan Dunphy and Anthony Flores. More vert and I've skied since maybe 1995 when my body wasn't a wuss. To cap off the trip, we shot north from Salt Lake and posted up in Ogden for a night, explored some truck stops and truck stop saloons prior to a white-knuckle jaunt up to Powder Mountain the next morning. This place is different. The lodges are at the top. That means you drive to the top of a ski area in the Wasatch. I guess they make it work. Also, we're talking 8,000 acres, and once you get visibility, you start to understand how that comes together. Thankfully, Mount isn't quite as steep as Snowbird, and my knees needed the gentle finish on barely skied snow. One other obvious difference between the Salt Lake resorts and this northern outpost 
beards. All the dudes up here are rocking mega beards, which helps to convey the overall vibe. Pretty laid back. Sir Slope Fillers, Sir Entopia, Sir Ryan Solutions, I don't know all three. What are you doing out here? Shouldn't you be working, Greg? Uh, technically, I didn't tell anyone I am not working, so don't publish us for a while. No. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, sir, for uh, interesting us in Powder Mountain, our final day of the trip. This place is blowing my mind, 8,000 acres. I don't know how they maintain it all. I don't think they do. It just snows so often that there's always snow to ski. You don't have to maintain it at all. Yeah, we chatted with the patrol, and they said they do all the avalanche work by hand. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a ton of terrain. I mean, they won't open some of the stuff for a couple of days, but it's just incredible. What a mountain. And you live pretty close to here, correct? Yeah, about 15 minutes away, just down in the valley between here and Snow Basin. It's pretty awesome. Do you guys have a supermarket? Yeah, we got a little one, little one. It uh, doesn't have a whole lot, but it's beats driving through the pass, uh, or not through the pass, but through the canyon to get to Walmart. You know, Utah has a fair amount of traversing with its, with its, with its skiing, and... A friend of mine who was a snowboarder became a skier. Have you ever like thought about that, or I mean, like, how do you yes. handle traversing with with your snowboard? Yes, I've thought about it many times. Where you've seen those little things on Kickstarters every once in a while, little little pull that you know folds onto your boot for Come snowboarders, along kind of thing. Oh my gosh, it's a killer. There's a lot of traversing. I mean, obviously, Alta doesn't allow snowboarders, but if they did, that would be a huge. Issue. <laughs> They'd be traversing. Yeah, it just it's tough. And I've thought about it many times because I, I often slow skiers down, but alas, here I am. Stuck with board. But this place, I mean, thanks to its traversing, stuff just does not get skied out. I really, I didn't believe it quite uh, to the extent that I see it now. Um, this is uncanny. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. Like, growing up here in Utah, you're just totally spoiled with the snow. And uh, the mountains up here, the trees, it's awesome. All right, you should get back to work, shouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> no, a couple more runs. One red-eye flight home and back to my desk by Friday at noon. The only bummer is the feeling that I may never ski snow like that again in my life. That might have been the best it will ever be. That feeling will fade, though. I'm hoping the thirst will come back pretty soon. Thanks to the folks at Ski Utah, Snowbird, and Powder Mountain for their help. Wintry Mix is produced in partnership with Vermont Public Radio and their members. And yes, the next episode will be Vermonty again. Also want to thank the gang at Waterbury Sports for tuning my kit prior to the trip. Check them out online or on Main Street in Waterbury, Vermont. Toss the show a rating or review on iTunes if you are the helpful type. I do appreciate it. And be sure to go back into the archive for topics that might tickle your fancy. Follow on Instagram for a mix of ski biz content and my kids kind of being weird. Our Twitter and Facebook is more just about the episodes. If you want to reach the show or pitch an idea, use the email form on wintrymixcast.com. That is it. Goodbye. What do you guys do for a living? Uh, Real estate, finance, oil and gas. Real estate, finance, oil and gas. That's like the the Texas trio. Pretty much. Yeah, straight up. Keep it up, boys. You're doing fine. Well, if you want to grab a beer and join in. I may do that. uh, I've got just about enough content for this stupid thing. I can edit it later.